0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Rebel FM would proudly present a music spectacular. I totally blew it. Anyway, this is wow. the music special. Fuck. Anthony's was better. <laughs> uh, well, well. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland would proudly present an... Uh, fuck, I totally blew it. Now you fucked up twice. Yeah. <laughs> what? It? It's the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade intro. I in thousands know. of sparkling lights and electro synth magnetic musical sounds Whoa, the wait. main street electrical parade remember when they used to actually do that at disneyland that was great and they got rid of it again yeah. i think they do do it now oh okay because uh, for years they got rid of it yeah and they brought in phantasmic but then they brought it back because people oh, complained yes. they're back awesome. to
1: wasting thousands of kilowatt hours of electricity every night no way it's amazing
2: yeah it's not a waste to make children's dreams come true life. made my dreams come true uh my name's nantico oh. with me is ryan O'Donnell. hey Tyler Barber What's up everybody Mash Andre. Hey how's it going Arthur Geese
1: How do you measure the carbon footprint of wonder
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're not listening to a regular episode of Rebel FM We're just going to talk about video game music What did you call this, this episode before Anthony The Ear org- Orgasmatron <laughs> The Ear Orgasmatron yeah. yeah The Ear Orgasmatron oh, like um, You might hear some good music You might hear some music that you hate And there's probably all music that generally you can buy At least the Sword and Sorcery soundtrack yeah, Which is I'm one 100th of, of what we're going to talk about But you can buy that one So there's that.
0: Well, if if it's available for purchase, we'll try to
2: mention it. Yeah. All right. So what was on the list, Arthur?
1: You you control the master. He's the master of ceremonies here. Oh God! (laughs) No pressure or anything. Um. So I guess we start out with something like pretty mainstream. So Dead Space Two, I think, is on the list.
0: For good I, reason. I love um, that game. It's one of my favorites of the year, but I, I, I have to say I don't remember the music from it at all.
3: So I remember it being good, <laughs> but I just don't... I'm not like... It's not a theme that plays in my head. The music the sound at the, design is the, music at the very at. end of the game is
2: pretty memorable. The very end.
3: Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like the very end gameplay or in credits?
2: Credits. Credits.
3: Gotcha.
1: It's
2: particularly memorable in my mind.
1: I think the, the thing with... That game for for me, music wise, is that I can't imagine that game without its music because the music is just such an integral part of the whole experience. Mm. I mean,
0: is it is it screeching violins and like sort of typical at times?
1: There's a lot of brass, a huh. lot of low end in the Dead Space Two soundtrack, and that sort of Wagnerian space horror kind of way, <laughs> but it sort of carves its own identity.
3: I um, think that was actually how uh, Wagner got his start was writing music space for horror. space
1: horrors. And that's hating Jews, that too. Lots of Jew hate. Really? Oh yeah. Wagner was a hardcore anti-Semite. Oh. Like I think his music was used as a uh, part of the Third Reich's uh, propaganda campaign.
4: Oh
5: yeah, yeah. It's pretty well documented. Yeah. That's why the music's so good. He was like Hitler's favorite composer. I mean, that's like everyone <laughs> oh, knows that. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how and they, like, you played... want me to
1: have that on your resume? Right. <laughs> <five? laughs>
5: yeah. uh, it's also shit. rumored that uh, that they played his music like while they were like marching the Jews onto the trains and shit. Like, yeah. That.
1: So he wrote all these symphonies. He's you a know. well-versed man. Hitler's favorite. The Ring cycle there. is was still was that? popular. Mm. Mm. Uh, so, there's Dead a Dead hilarious Space. episode, Dead episode Dead of uh,
5: <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm. Antisemitism. Yeah. <laughs> Dead Space. <laughs> Day-
2: Dead Space is anti-Semitic.
3: <laughs> is that the takeaway? <laughs> Dead Space 2 is anti Semitic. Can you we hear it here Jay first? fresh on
1: the phone and ask him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, something a little more indie, I think, obviously, it would be Swords and Sworcery.
0: Singular sword.
1: But yeah. Sword and sorcery. You know, I think that's
0: the, that's pretty crazy. easily the finest game soundtrack this year. I think so too. And it's it's because the game started like they started the development with the music and the art in mind before they had mechanics or anything else. It was just like, how are we gonna let's make a video gamey type project that like highlights this awesome music and this cool art? And uh you There's, know, the soundtrack itself is different than what you hear in the game a lot of the tracks have been remixed and rebuilt and and it's you know it's like a full-on proper electronic acoustic album that you can just listen to aside from the fact that it reminds you of these awesome things that are in the game it is though it's weird because because
2: it's like distinctly video game like it like it has like 16-bit tones and stuff, but it's not done with, like, it's not done with, like, a
0: MIDI synthesizer or anything like that. Like, right. or, well, I guess like, I could tell more of a story of how it came to be, also, now that I think about it, have thought it. about it. Um, Jim Thanks. Guthrie, the guy who made the music in this game, um, it was a, is a very popular in, indie musician in Canada, and at some point... Where? Uh, mm-hmm. Canadia. It's, it's <laughs> north you know, of here. the
1: better America.
4: Ah!
0: Um, he was in a really terrible car accident. He actually flew through the windshield. Of the car um, and hurt his his hand pretty bad and he was really depressed and during that period he couldn't play guitar uh, so one thing he realized he could masturbate. do was hold a PlayStation controller and he had the MTV music generator software and began began to row track, tracks in that and he did that for however long he was in recovery And it was much, much later um, when he was back to playing proper shows again that he met up with sword and sorcery creator Craig Adams and he handed him a CD of these tracks that he made on, on his PlayStation so many years ago and Craig fell in love with them and that is why. So those tracks are like remade tracks from like MTV Music Creator? Yeah. And like, you know, the ones that are in the game have obviously have other instrumentation over top of them and Sure, sure, and sure, sure, sure. Beyond that. But I'm sure yeah, they were the, really basic. Yeah, yeah the, the, call the source. back
1: when it's remixed tracks from CNC Music Factory on Sega CD. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's
0: a, <laughs> Dude, that's a e- video creator, not a music creator. I used Come to, to <laughs> I used to play MTV Music Creator for hours at a time myself, so that's really cool. Yeah, so that's where those those tracks came from. In fact, he just released a new album um, came out like a week ago that is as far as I can tell more of those tracks that didn't get turned into the sword and sorcery tracks is called Children of the Clones or Children of the Clone um, those don't feel like they have had the extra layers of instrumentation and work put on, into them over top of them like the ones in the game do so mm-hmm. if you want to hear more like what they sounded like from the beginning check out that album I mean totally different tracks but um, you can you can sort of hear the crusty, crusty <laughs> PlayStation-ness yeah. of them on <laughs> but
2: he made it on PlayStation
0: the new CD it's an old TV,
2: so it's oh, more but I'm saying, the but I'm saying, is it era. is it tracks made in Music Creator? As far as I know, yeah. Wow.
5: Um, I, I've definitely been, uh, you know, mulling over my favorites of the year. Uh, well,
1: just really quick, do you have a sort of an example of one particular track?
0: I think that the one that most people think of is called "The Lone Star." Um, and it's, it's, uh, the sort of, you don't need to play it. I'm not, I'm looking at the album list. Oh, I don't have it on my phone right now. It's Um, like
2: when you're going through the forest or something, right? Is that when it plays? Yeah. I I think
5: what what, what I was going to say is, you know, I, I I listened to the soundtrack all, you know, all the way through and I listened to it a lot before I even played the game just because I enjoyed the music so much. Mm -hmm. And I just played about maybe like six hours of sword and sorcery on my trip. Home this holiday, and how fucking long is that game. It's it's, it's, it's pretty long. It's got to, it, it's decent. I want to say decent. it's like ten hours.
0: Yeah. yeah, it depends on how you uh, yeah it depends how on you how. Play it. <laughs> so
5: so when I
1: breaking um, swords, and swords you sort of can you know since not really. since it's I hard was
5: to since I had learned the songs and I was familiar with them, it was really interesting to see the way they came together in the interaction space of the video game, and uh, you know it. It also really draws home the image of you're kind of you're, you're you're playing this game where the interaction is very much making music. Like you know, some of the little puzzles are getting the correct um, chords in the same you know in this p- proper sequence, and those chords like make the same chord that you know you hear in the song on the soundtrack. Uh, you know, just stuff like that is uh, is is really what brought me all the way around to calling this my soundtrack of the year just because not only because it's a good video game soundtrack but because it also blends the interactivity
2: and there are a lot of things that are when you're doing interactive parts like with the little like uh, forest ghosts and stuff Exa- that's ex- they sound they're even
5: interacting with them is musical that's exactly it, it, yeah. the tones they make actually remind me of cigar like, and that <laughs> that track on the album is my favorite track the one that does their little ghost the, Ballad of the space Babies. yeah the bit oh
0: god I love that. <laughs> the, um, the, that is that song? really what it's called
2: yeah,
6: yeah
0: that song was actually it when they had that song written. That's when the whole project started to really come together. They they consider that sort of like the, I don't know, the
1: gelling point. The when bar. it all started this to make sense is going to be a total fucking nightmare. I can tell already. <laughs> well, you don't have to play God, it all. It. People can go look for it. Ballad of the Space Baby. It's
2: oh, so God. good. It's um,
5: and 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 you know and also like the um the boss battle like the first Trigon you fight. Mm. It's mm. very much tied to the music.
0: Yeah, the music makes that. I mean, uh, the 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 battle itself is. It feels super epic, and it, partially it's because so of the graphics, but the graphics are so simple in it, that it's all the and, music. And the
5: gameplay is super, super simple, yeah, but it's, it's the simple. music it's so like foreboding, and they got that nice six, uh, you know, that nice eight bit chip tune sound. But then, you know, another thing that I, I feel also it pushes this album above others. It pushes it above just being a good soundtrack is is the mixing in of. Also the real instruments. That's know? what I'm like saying. You hear it, the real guitar. It's not games, it's not like game Boys
2: playing music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's meant to sound kind of like that, but well, it's they, being done with other instruments. Yeah,
5: I mean, you know, they have eight bit, you know, parts, you know, sure. entire arrangements, but they mix it so well. Yeah, um, I mean, you can tell that the the
2: soundtrack is made by a musician who is trying to make yeah. like really cool sounding songs. And then you can tell like it's like you said, it's almost like you can feel that the game was made around really cool sounding songs rather than someone playing a game and being like, what would be cool here? Yeah, exactly. Which is why sometimes you get games that have great soundtracks, like uh, Dead Space and stuff, but it's hard to remember exactly a specific track because the songs were like, probably someone was playing, it was like, we need a suspense song.
1: There are very few mainstream games, I think, that pull that off. Like mm. Assassin's Creed 2 is an example of a game that pulls that off pretty consistently. Like It's stuff yeah. like the Ezio's family track is like mm-hmm. the Assassin's Creed song like
0: i've been thinking a lot about that uh, lately too um because i've been playing you know like the mario and zelda games on 3ds most of the nintendo stuff and i think about how a lot of the indie games that have been coming out platformers and whatnot have these really amazing soundtracks because they get you know chiptunes guys or you know that that sort of are paying homage to the to the sound of old games but with like with this sort of modern hipness and this poppiness That, you know, the Nintendo games... What's that? (laughs) That
1: sort of hipster mentality. Yeah,
0: (laughs) or just, no, just a modern, hip modern mentality. Like, they like the type of music that we like now, but they also grew up with this same sort of game stuff that we liked back in the day. And, like, the Nintendo games, the actual Nintendo games... They didn't grow up like that. They still have that same... In fact, I think a lot of, in a lot of cases, the music isn't as good as the, the music in mo- Yeah, it's not anywhere near as good as the old music in the old games. Mm. Well, it would be awesome if they co- like collaborated with... Like, why aren't the Nintendo guys getting the hip, new, modern chiptunes guys to make music for them? It would make their games feel so much more modern.
1: Whereas instead, I mean, I think this year... This, man, it's such a good segue. Uh, I think Skyward Sword is the first time that we've heard a fully orchestral... Zelda soundtrack. Instead yeah. of just chippy tune stuff. Well, yeah. instead of, like, the MIDI... chippy tunes. The MIDI music, yeah. which, I mean... Koji Kondo, right, has been doing Zelda music forever.
0: uh Koji Kondo did a lot of it, and and Hip Tanaka is the other big um, guy. But I don't know if he did the music for Skyward Sword. When we so. say chip tunes, just for clarification uh, for people that are listening, it
2: pretty much means like MIDI sounding sort of music. It's, well, it's a specific era. It's right, right. It's like it's bit. like eight eight bit or six, even some 60 like, bit like stuff. The Mega the, Man, Mega yeah, Man Two. Exactly. The sounds like that you bit.
3: could do on old video square game waves, systems. baby. Square
0: yeah. waves. Um, I, the reason I called out Skyward Sword is because, okay, so what's interesting about Skyward Sword is what you said that it's an orchestral soundtrack. and they, um, Nintendo has gone on record I say saying,
1: Wakai is the composer for Skyward Sword. Awesome.
0: Uh, has said that they had wanted to do an orchestral soundtrack earlier, but they preferred you know to do a soundtrack that was also dynamic and they couldn't figure out a way to make the orchestral soundtrack dynamic before but they did for skyward sword mm. and it shows in fact one of my favorite tracks or maybe my favorite track from that soundtrack uh, plays during the when you're on the sand ship um and mm. it's totally dynamic in that, dynamic in what way uh, i'll explain <laughs> uh, in, in that scene uh you're constantly moving back and forth through time and it's on a ship and so there's uh you know indoor and outdoor sections of the boat and in each of these different sections the song changes. So if you go onto, I don't think the soundtrack has been released yet. I don't think you can like buy it or whatever. But if you go onto YouTube, people have ripped a bunch of the tracks, and there'll be things like Sandship Deck Variation One, Sandship Deck Present Variation Two, Indoor Sandship Variation Three, because the song is totally different. So as you're moving between places, like if you walk from the inside to the outside, or you change time around, it'll keep the song at the same point but then it'll swap to the different variation of it and it works really really well and that's what's really
1: cool a lot of games have struggled with i mean just for like the last ever since cd music came into play in games like games have struggled with pre-recorded music like that exactly, exactly. Um, yeah i mean
2: sounding as dynamic is exactly you're having a lot of if then statements right put and in that's music. Really,
1: like one of the things that the halo games have done so well over the last 10 years is they've been really good about like having different elements that weave together and like one part will change while everything else stays the same and then other parts will slowly change which is one of the reasons why the halo games use soundtracks very peculiarly (laughs) strangely on xbox 360 like halo 3 odst and reach all like if you disable soundtracks it turns off some of the music and also the voices (laughs) <laughs> like, because of a weird way that they're doing the audio on that. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so I, I do that. I mean, you can see why Nintendo has been so hesitant to do that, I guess. It,
0: it really works out. I mean, I think that the, when you're playing through this game, it's easy, like in a lot of games, where to just sort of tune out the soundtrack. But there are many instances in this game, specifically in the dungeons, where... I would catch myself thinking, you know what? This song is really rad and just mm. like stand and listen at that one point and then go in a door and realize that the song has totally changed. So, in The Sandship, the the song that I like is I think I can't remember. If it's during the past or the present. Arthur will play the correct one, um, but uh, but <laughs> it's He'll fucking
1: pressure. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: it's uh, it sounds like it sounds like Evangelist. It's got these awesome uh, co- uh, sweeping chords that just like come in and these little like ping pongy sounds that sound really amazing. And it only happens during this one particular part where you're standing out on the deck and then you kind of move inside and the the base of the song is still there, but it's not
1: quite as beautiful. There's just one part of it that I really like, so that's what's interesting.
4: Mm.
1: Nice. Um, is there a specific song that you think really sort of in- encapsulates? Matt likes I the I flying song. I like
3: the flying music. <laughs> Ryan hates it, but
0: I think it's cool. Yeah, I don't like a lot of... The, that's the thing is I don't really like a lot of the core themes. Like back, back in the day, you know, the, the Zelda Legend of Zelda 1, the overworld music and the underworld, the dungeon music. Those are both classic. I could listen to them for hours, you know, and not even think about it. I feel like so, so much the, of
1: that, like, in later games became your expectation of when am I going to hear this Zelda theme. Right. Like, that started with A Link to the Past, really, where it's like, oh, God, when am I going to hear this new version of this music that I associate with these Zelda games? Yeah. And then it happens, you're like, fuck. One, yeah. one of the songs,
0: I can't remember which one it is. Um, they had played it in a trailer. People figured this out when when one of the early trailers came out. But one of the songs is this is one of the OG Zelda tracks played in reverse.
1: Wasn't it like an ocarina song or something? That it might like be the Actors? wind. Yeah, it's
0: probably it probably is ocarina time. That would that would make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, they. I mean, they're definitely trying new things to sort of make you think about the the old games, you know, in a different way with with the mm-hmm. music, but. uh yeah, most of the songs I liked were in the dungeons. Another song is, in, I think it's the Fire Sanctuary, which is the second dungeon in the game, has really outstanding music. The the old cistern, I believe, I can't remember, ceremonial cistern, which is another dungeon, has really great music. Yeah, um, I
3: haven't I haven't made it nearly as far in Zelda as you have. Well, you beat it. I've only played it for like maybe six hours, yeah. and
1: uh, so you're not at the part where it's good yet.
3: Well I'm, uh, well, I'm actually really enjoying the game, but uh, I just haven't gotten, you know, into, like, I don't even know what the sand ship is, so I haven't heard that soundtrack it's or anything yet. But pretty far But the first dungeon and the flying music both stood out to me.
1: Um, so I guess going from that, an example of a game that covers sort of similar epic fantasy territory, but maybe is a little more clumsy with it, would be Skyrim. Skyrim, like the way that music comes together in that game, is totally sloppy. It'll just stop, yeah, what's and it? new music will start.
2: Yeah, is it just like is it yeah, just like let, a, a, let's a let's random play. generator? That's like mm, it's about and time then, for like, some fantasy you'll music. You'll
1: get in a fight, and five seconds later, the fight music will start. Right. Well, you, give, give it a little credit. It at least has fades. Yeah,
3: yeah, it does <laughs> seem to fade. It doesn't just stop. What
1: it has is like the best interpretation <laughs> of the Elder Scrolls theme,
3: definitely of any yeah. of the games. You in mean in the yeah. sense
1: that they just make men yell it? Yes.
3: Yeah, sure. <laughs> and it sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, thought it was really cool.
1: And also, just, uh, I, I mean, Skyrim's soundtrack suits that world so well
5: in of a course. way that. They nailed, the, they, they nailed the whole fact that they're like Viking people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's not feel it. Like, for, for me, it's not just that they nailed the vibe, it's also that so many video games come out. They, you know, and, and Arthur, I think you brought this up earlier, they go for this epicness and it ends up just being like washed out. Whereas I feel with the Skyrim soundtrack, they really spend a lot of time giving the songs space to develop. Like, their songs seem like it's less people rushing at me saying, look, get excited. You know? uh,
3: Especially, like, when you go into the towns. Like, I loved going back mm -hmm. to the towns because of the town theme music. And I think it's just called, like, Town Theme 1 or something like that. And uh, it really... It, God damn it, Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But but it takes... Like, I don't know if there's a Skyrim soundtrack that you can buy. Maybe it's labeled there something is. better than that. Okay, yeah, it's like but,
5: a five-disc set. Uh, Holy crap, really? Yeah.
1: Anyway, there's a lot I, of fucking music in that game. Yeah,
3: but anyway, when I found the, the song on YouTube, it was just labeled as Town Theme 1, but I don't know if that's the actual song. But uh, I love it because it's like... A minute and a half maybe before it actually gets to the memorable part of that theme where it's like oh here's the theme that I recognize you know so like Mm -hmm. you'll be wandering around in the town you'll be having like this kind of pleasant background music and suddenly the theme kicks in because it's Mm -hmm. a little bit later in the track instead of being like just the theme repeating itself over and over again and uh you know it kind of it like brings you into the moment and you feel happy and safe Mm -hmm. and everything because you're in your town
1: and like just incidental music and stuff in that game works really well like just it's low-key but there's this sort of mournful tone behind it when you're out on your own on like a frozen step Mm -hmm. and moments like that just drive home that okay so i'm not fighting anything but this is a sort of harsh reality and like this is not a nice kind (laughs) place to be and it's just really well orchestrated and, and that's and something a lot of game soundtracks don't do. And I don't well. know
3: if the, if I just got lucky when I did this. Um and I this is like a really great example of exactly what you're talking about because uh you know how you can get the shout that uh basically just clears all the inclement weather. Yes. And so I was way out north on the ice, which is always fogged in and always snowing and everything like that, and I did that shout. And when I did that shout, the music changed and the sky cleared. Like, suddenly it was like, oh, now I'm out on the ice and it's much nicer weather all of a sudden and the music's appropriate to that too. And I don't know if I just got lucky and timed it at the exact same time or if that's actually a cue that's built into the game.
1: And there's a great cue that plays when uh, you clear an area. Mm -hmm. Like, when you clear a dungeon. Like you know it's it's almost like just this clean sort of like light from on high kind of noise <laughs> and just sort of like a tranquil thing and yeah. it's like oh so that's the moment of peace that I get is when this the game decides mm. that this is going to be marked as cleared on my map
3: right 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 and the uh and I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure there's a different battle theme when you're fighting a dragon than when you're fighting oh, yeah. other things. And it's like,
1: m- more epic. Yeah,
3: well, and it, well, it, it blended really nicely because like there's a lot of time... There, well, there's several times anyway where you're fighting a dragon near uh, one of those places where you learn a shout word that has like the shout words, you know, they have their own theme too that's, that builds as you walk closer and closer to yeah. it. It's almost like, you know, the... Uh, uh, It's almost like the hidden secret sound in like uh, Batman or something like that where you can hear the hidden secret. But in this case, it's men yelling at you. (laughs) But the uh, um, the dragon theme, like I was fighting a dragon next to one of these things. And then when the dragon music started to fade away, I was standing next to this and they blended seamlessly one into the other, even if it was just a crossfade. The to the two themes seem to go together so well, and they're related. They're all dragon related. You, know? I mean, when you it made me w- feel like a really fucking badass It is pretty funny and, that
1: whenever you're near show. a rune word wall, like you yeah. just hear like the the dudes. Yeah, <laughs> <It's>
5: like,
1: <gasps> where are all these dudes coming?
5: Yeah, from? It, I mean, <laughs> what the fuck is that? It sounds fuck. It, it, it's like a sound that rings in your spinal cord. You know, <laughs> like yes, I'm about to get some fucking powers. Yeah, I also love. Um, just how, like, when you level up, you know, that little chant in uh, roll, you know, roll of the, uh, roll of the drums, you know, that feels epic too. And yeah, yeah. Or when you absorb a dragon soul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I
3: mean, I, and I think that's it is that, like, though, there's lots of epic moments in the soundtrack and in what you're feeling in the soundtrack, but it doesn't have, but it's not there 100% of the time, so it doesn't get lost.
5: Right. Yeah. That's what I mean by they're not like, rushing to you to deliver these epic moments they but they uh in the in the score but they do happen a lot just Mm -hmm. by the virtue of the game so
1: something different like an example of a game that does integrate everything super well but maybe isn't quite as doesn't have anything quite as distinctive or like awe-inspiring would be portal 2 obviously Mm -hmm. yes Um, I think that, I mean, you said that, Matt, there was one track or pair of tracks in particular that got you. Yeah, well, I mean,
3: anything, yeah, when it's the turrets singing at each other. And there's like two tracks where they do that, I think. But the the main one, of course, is the one at the end when you're going up the elevator and they're doing their little harmonized, like, turret opera.
0: And the one I like better is the first one, which uh,
3: actually appears on a puzzle in a hidden room. Mm
0: -hmm. It's sort of near the beginning of the game before you've broke into the old-timey aperture stuff. Um, Before the betrayal Yeah it's it's one of the first puzzles that uses The laser redirection block Things mm-hmm. you have to like shoot a bunch of Turrets and when you first walk into the room There's a grate with a, a laser Coming through so you know that there's a Turret behind behind the grate mm-hmm. And if you bring a Cube over and shoot out that grate with a laser. You can kind of go in there and, uh, you know, sort of run around the corner. And then there's a bunch of turrets like below you that you can see that are right. all singing one of the turret songs, and it's a it's just a really great little tune.
5: I think the other thing that Portal 2 really succeeds at is just um, really communicating the sense of sort of at the same time urgency and mystery. And high techness, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, like they're they're really good at when you know that there's going to be like a little set piece that's going to tell you a little story. They put this really faux boarding, faux boarding kind of uh, creepy music, mm. you know, that tells you something's coming. Yeah, I mean know? the electronic
2: music they use when if you're like going through a tube really fast, they make it really fast, and if it's like supposed to be evil sounding. Pitch. Exactly. Yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be yeah. evil sounding. There's like a low pitch to it where you're like, oh, something makes me feel it's unsettled. It's like a
1: sort of like low frequency thrum. Mm. Exactly.
2: So they, they do yeah. do stuff. It's supposed to be fast. It's fast. But it's supposed to be evil. It sounds evil. And I forgot like,
3: about like the music cues when you use, you know, like the... When you use the gels, the and different stuff gels, on yeah. yeah, exactly. It's
2: it speeds up so you the music speeds up all of a sudden. Yeah. Or but if I you're mean, flying through the air, que-
3: it's...
5: yeah. But there's like a little music cue that oh, happens only comments. when you're flying through yeah. the air. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about that. Or stuff. when yep.
0: you're when you're even when you're bouncing on the bounce Joe, or right, the, right. There's and you a, hit
5: them in succession, it gets better and faster and louder and all yeah. That. And, yeah.
0: And, and little things like that. Like there's a puzzle early on in the game. It's in a tiny room, and you have to hit, like take lasers and sort of redirect them to hit three targets. And when you hit the the each of the individual targets, it plays a different tone for each of that, the different
5: ones. And then don't they harmonize? Yeah, yeah they do. That har- the
1: and that's another thing is there's lots of like incidental or seemingly incidental harmonizing. <laughs> and in that
5: that, that that harmonizing that those lasers do, that's the national song. Oh, that that's a little it? melody oh, from really? the national song. Ah, okay, yes, and that national song plays in a secret room, that. That blows my mind
1: that yeah. they fucking hide the national song in that game. Secret <laughs>
5: room. I like, could I be I didn't wrong even know. about that, but I'm pretty sure I remember hearing stopping and listening to the entire song play right. through. I
3: That's never, well, I never found that secret room because I, you know, I didn't even know who the national was till you guys told me it was a band. Uh, so this band, the national, has a song in the game, and I never actually heard this song.
1: So I must have not have found the secret yeah, room. Yeah, I think I heard it on YouTube. I never heard it in the game.
5: Uh, it, it plays in the little laser melody, and then there's also a little radio that has a version of that song playing. It that's like the, like an instrumental, like cheap sounding. I
1: think I heard that like in yeah. the in the I'm old Aperture sure Science yeah. building, like yeah. around the time when Gladys is a potato man I need to play
5: that game again <laughs> that
1: so it's good. been a while yeah I thinking about it again like hearing other game of the year discussions and thinking about my own game of the year stuff like Portal 2 is really fucking good
0: <laughs>
4: I yeah. it's, it's, it's a complete hard for package me to
0: choose, but it's right up there for me I think the only thing that I don't like about it is how much loading there is between the early test chambers yeah. and it it's you played like,
1: it on PS3 uh huh okay because it, it's just I like pulled.
0: after you finish the test chamber you get into an elevator and then it loads and right. that's like my cue to pull out my phone and go to twitter and like every time i do that it pulls me out of the game for a minute and i just wish
3: that it didn't do that streaming yeah. loading if it. It i wonder streamed if that's in it would be still much a better for me. Of the valve of yeah,
0: the
4: yeah
1: if that's a source thing at this point yeah, like I that engine is, is-
4: it's it's old, you need 80. to
3: uh, play through all the co-op
2: stuff, though. I know, I, just, I know, I haven't done that yet. Co-op. The co-op and the so, free-to-download uh, co-op
0: that extends just, the story even further. I just I downloaded the free co-op. I, I mean, I like when I loaded it up, I was like, "Oh yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a add-on, and it's free." It's and like, I haven't played the co-op it's, it's yet. It's like wrong the, with me?
2: The add-on's a lot too. It's like 14 levels or something. Jesus, it's a lot and, be, it's and big download. And it tells you, and it tells you, it's like it goes the main Portal Two story, the co-op story, and then this continues the story. Jesus. So yeah, I
0: definitely need to play that co-op.
5: Kind of branching off a little bit, can we say that Portal Two is like one of the best endings of the year, one of the best video game endings? One of the best. I, think it's, I think it's one of. The, I think it's
0: maybe my favorite storytelling in a game ever. I. It's that good. It's, it's so it's good. It's definitely. The, <laughs> it's also the funniest <laughs> game I've ever played, and I think specific, it's very seamless. I can't disagree well-paced. with that. The, yeah. the Wheatley performance is just yeah. mind-blowingly good. Yeah. The way that that guy <laughs> Stephen Merchant, the way that he. Uh, you know, st- ah, what, do you, what do you call it? Like stumbles along in his sentences. Like st- starts saying mm-hmm. something, but will cut himself off and just pick. Up, like is just a. Mind-blowing, like English good performance. or
1: British, I think is what you're looking I do, for. I do think that. I do <laughs> oh, think it's that, right,
0: that, uh, Oh, it's no, that wasn't it. It's a you know I, I, that sort of thing. I do yeah. think that the we have to give credit
2: off. though to the guys that wrote it because. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Well, I'm just saying because they were in the the voice acting studio directing them
1: like yeah, yeah. when they were giving
0: the performances. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, full, full. I mean, full credit to the writers of that game, to Chet and and Eric and yeah. everyone else. I think, it,
1: like from a story perspective, it is the most consistent and well-paced uh, narrative thing in a game this year with the possible exception of dead space 2 yeah like dead space 2 also had an incredibly satisfying yeah like very effective ending it did uh-huh um, and though i mean that that those would be that would be it like for yeah. that because there are a lot of games that had just sort of disappointing endings deus Sex. yeah it's like deus ex which <laughs> i like death i don't yeah. think terrible ending to ending. deus ex was terrible i think i feel I, like i
5: think it's like march them out in the street and everyone publicly laugh at them and point I, I think that
1: the last <laughs> level of Deus Ex is sort of considered the ending of that event ah. mm. I, I,
0: I know you guys haven't finished it either but sword and sorcery has a very wonderful ending I think I I think I cried at, during the ending of that game oh, but wow. I was also that game hit me at a very particular time in my life where I was super emotional so Truth. you know whatever that may have
1: something to do with it
3: well a lot of people um, there's no segue here. I'm just gonna bring
1: it up. Oh, we were about to talk about Deus Ex. Wait, a, wait. A oh, were we? Fuck it up. All right, fine. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I, I
3: thought, just, I really well, like. We, we were talking about like games that we like, instead of music that we like. So I thought we were right, really moving on. Um, but yeah, but Deus Ex.
1: I yeah. I, first of all, Deus Ex. Like, I I wonder how many copies of Deus Ex sold just with that initial trailer with the awesome Icarus theme music attached. Oh to yeah, it.
3: good point.
4: Um, yeah,
1: but it also yeah, yeah. had the the menu music at the beginning is very evocative, like with the polygons that disassemble and reassemble into Jensen's face. The mm-hmm. opening the opening theme, like when Jensen is being rebuilt, mm-hmm. is really powerful. And then it's just got it does the, the the future noir thing better than pretty much any game I can think of. Um, and that's another game with a pretty large soundtrack. There's a lot of ambient stuff in that game yeah. that's not in the the collector's edition bullshit excuse for a soundtrack
5: mm-hmm. <laughs> fans of mass effect soundtracks would enjoy i yeah. think i think it's kind of a safe considering that they're not going
1: to be happy about mass effect 3 yeah because well, jack wall's not involved in
3: that right effect. yeah well, they. they re- yeah I, when i was playing Deus Ex, now that you mentioned it tyler i remember thinking that like the, this reminded me of mass effect 2 soundtrack. Is Clint Mansell doing the soundtrack for
1: 3? There's like a team of composers <laughs> in Mass Effect I, mean, I heard, it could, it I heard could,
3: he was I heard he was attached to
1: it. It, it could, could still be good. be good. It's just not like Jack Wall's Mass Effect stuff had such a distinct identity.
2: I'm okay with that. I'm okay with never hearing the fucking music of Planet Scanning
1: ever again. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Anyway, Deus like Ex. Um, I, I just and the the different areas of the game i think captured like very specific kinds of sounds that were really effective especially Hangshaw. um there was that Mm, sort of i don't remember it (sighs)
3: but can you describe it that's that's it was the i
1: just as cliche as it sounds it's like the stuff that sounds the asian tinge to the the standard stuff that they were doing the soundtrack Mm. um and I hate that I use that as an adjective.
4: Asian. I, really I know. I know. But there <laughs> yeah. are, there are elements to
1: Eastern stuff. music that pop up. At in least that you didn't game. call it Oriental. The <laughs> only good thing about the boss fights in that game is the music <laughs>
3: during <laughs> the yeah. boss fights.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh,
2: those are my I favorite mean, parts
0: I, of the game. What are you talking about?
2: I think it's fair to say that there are certain Asian tones and stuff like Right. There are certain mu- tones that they use in their music traditionally when they write it that
1: Western music does not. And so. Right. Totally. And that's that stuff kind of pops up in those sections of the game. But, um, and then like the ending as sort of anticlimactic as some of the ending stuff can be, Mm -hmm. the music playing over the ending sort of gives it a much greater emotional resonance than it would actually have. It's the sort of, well, that's, there's no good choice here. And this (laughs) is the sort of decision that you have to make. Mm
4: hmm.
3: Well, like uh, like Ryan always says, when we're doing video editing, is that music is an emotional cheat, you know? And oh yeah, it's it's something that should be used like that, really. Right. So at the end of Deus Ex, yeah. if they didn't have that, everybody would, I'm sure, would have been even more upset about the ending. And
1: of the, the best example of an emotional, we'll call it a supplement rather than a cheat. <laughs> there you go. Uh, would be Gears of War three.
2: Of course, that, uh, that would yeah. if that hadn't had that song, it would have been like yeah yeah.
4: Eh.
1: Um, <laughs> the our, can, the
2: instrumental w- version. Want to talk about? No, we'll, we'll just say that at some point. you know it, hear
1: you hear Mad yeah. World. Finally, exactly, and when, when you, and and
2: and the the but Mad the World with no music yet instrumental, yeah. the way they did it. If it hadn't been there, it would have been sad, but it wouldn't have been sad. Yeah, but <laughs> they just
1: sort of use that as the foundation of a pretty pretty Impactful emotional moment in that mm-hmm. game for people that have played those games. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Something that they sort of fumbled toward and never pulled off. Well,
2: that game uses two things to make it more emotional. They use slow mo and music like, combined <laughs>
3: together with great effect. Yeah. Yep. Um, they go together.
1: But I, I Gears, I thought, had a really great soundtrack, but that particular moment stood out. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's the only moment musically to me that stands out.
3: Yes, I can't really think of anything else, uh, you know, like we've already said, other than thinking like, I remember it being good, I just don't remember specifics of it except for that one moment. Yeah, the only thing I think of Gears,
2: any sort of music-wise, is that and the when you finish anything. Even that doesn't stand out to me, it's just the bwah. when I know I cleared something. I'm like, alright. <laughs> they use a
1: lot of strings in the Gears soundtrack. A surprising amount of strings.
2: I just don't think strings. Gears music's very pretty, and I maybe that's why it doesn't
1: stand out. It's me. very Martial. Um not like the store Marshalls, but <laughs> M A R T I A L Right. I'm glad I spelled that correctly. Um You are a writer after all. Yeah. Writers don't misspell things, right? No,
2: never. <laughs> Spelling is not a requisite of being a good writer. You just have to uh,
3: Yeah, I know what you mean.
0: Spelling's a requisite of being a good person.
3: <laughs>
2: well, there are certain people with learning disabilities that can't spell very well, I'm sure And, and they're not terrible, terrible people.
1: people I'm one of them <laughs> yep. a terrible person. I was going to say, I'll, t- I'll tell my dad that next time I see him <laughs> I think your dad has lots of reasons why you might say he's a terrible person even if I like your dad a lot and think he's a good person <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know, he just has a lot of... Uh... Interesting opinions from defending our country for years. Sharp <laughs> edges. <laughs> 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 Some
1: coffee tables in there. You know, you would think, <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> a Mexican.
2: You're a minority in this country. You would have a simple appreciation and sympathy towards other minorities. Nope. <laughs> not, my, not my dad. <laughs> kill them all.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Live and learn. So Or not. Yeah, man, just. Well, so I mean, weird.
5: speaking of kill them all, there's one game that did have a pretty good metal soundtrack that accompanied it. And that was some of the metal tracks on the Saints Row 2 soundtrack. Saints Row well, 3, you mean? Three. A bunch of Sorry. So I don't think we can
1: talk about Saints Row 3's three. licensed tracks. A bunch
5: of people. Well, we, up we, we won't have to play them,
1: but the I'm
2: game. just saying that if you go and play Saints Row 3, people people did write in some. They mentioned to say it, that yeah. they, the way they they didn't just toss in licensed music like oh things no. are going crazy, play a metal song. It's mm. the specific metal song that they yeah. cue at a very specific time, or a specific Kanye song yeah. that mm. is meant to oh, accompany God, yeah. that,
1: that was, mission. The, the use of that Kanye song in that game was fucking incredible see that's nice. what that's
2: what that's what people are talking about that game as well it uses licensed music it doesn't just use it like the way gta no, is where it's, it's like turn on a radio station no uh-huh. it's like it's a very specific track for a very specific feeling
1: almost everything about that game is shockingly thoughtful mm. um, I'm, I'm almost ready to getting to the point where i want to play that game now yeah I've me too so <laughs> many good things about it where i'm I, almost I don't want to ready talk to about play stuff it because like one of the moments in that game was sort of spoiled for me just hearing people like gush about it for a few mm. weeks uh-huh um which is the sublime part
5: Oh, see, but that's, that's, that's the
2: thing another is, example. That's the thing is that th- that game is that supposed to be really see. good for awesome use of license. Well, like music. that, that's that cool.
1: sublime part is one of the only parts I can think of in a game where a piece of music started, and I'm like, I'm just going to keep driving around until this is done
5: because <laughs> I want to see where this
1: goes, how right. far they take it, and they take it all the way.
5: Wow. I've said it before. I feel like Saints 3 is this generation's Duke Nukem. Hmm. This generation's well, I mean, as relevant. far as like just
2: it's just Duke. silly and, and yeah. fun, like pure idiot fun. Irrelevant yeah. to the and relevant to the pop culture, but and not only way. that. But from what I understand, I haven't played that much of it. But it's like yes, it has plenty of idiot things, but it also uses satire sometimes, like in a way to actually make like a subtle point. Not like not like you're actually supposed to have a takeaway and be like, hmm, I'm going I, to be a better person. But
1: <laughs> I feel like they bury it under so many things like bound and gagged S&M slaves dragging you in a cart race <laughs> against other people. This is what I'm saying. Is it it they don't want yeah. you to have to think if you don't want to, but if
2: you do stop and think, there or are times that you realize.
1: an S&M club full of fucking machines. I don't. I, I feel like satire is just—I mean—drowned. It would be
5: like the message you would get out of a Family Guy episode, maybe, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> where they undermine anything they might have to say. Exactly. You know? uh, so, well, the uh, but Saints Row Three's menu music is great. Like all that yeah. stuff is good. Mm. Uh, no,
4: we well, when you well, see, well, when we have you better
0: see, menu music than Grand Theft Auto Four's the Gallad, ballad ballad of gay, gay Tony, Tony, which has the best pause uh, music ever. It's my cell phone ringtone and will
1: remain that way forever. You. You should play Saints Row Three. I maybe I mm-hmm. will. Well, the uh, well Apparently when Tyler the PlayStation mentioned three version is the better performing version of that game. Really, really, that is, is like the three sixty yeah. version runs at a higher frame rate, but it tears a lot. Oh, I hate tearing it so tears much. A lot.
3: What were you going to say, Matt? Well, when Tyler mentioned metal soundtracks, like a couple people tweeted at me that uh, they really liked, and I think even Arthur, you said this when the game came out, is they like the Shadows of the Damned right. metal soundtrack
4: I, I a lot. I still oh, added yeah. that to the list
1: while we were doing. Soundtracks. <laughs> yeah. That was Shadows like, of what? the Damned has an incredible soundtrack. <laughs> It's not predictable at all. Hmm. Um, it's Akira Yamaoka. It's the Silent Hill guy, but right. it doesn't feel like yeah. a Silent Hill sound. Well,
2: yeah, because the Silent Hill music is not metal at all. It's like weird acoustic guitars and eerie strings at weird times.
1: Right.
3: is like a metal dude. Like, yeah,
1: like that's what you guys plays. saw that's him perform, his band, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was um, cool. He's really good. There's some really good music in that. There's The, the Damned do a song they called Shadows of the Damned for it. mm mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. But just all the incidental music in it, like, it's very 16-bit in that it has themes that Mm. play. Mm -hmm. Um, It's good at sort of ranging from rock to, like, 80s exploitation horror, which is good considering it just lifts an entire section from Evil Dead. Right. (laughs) Um, Not just, like, inspired by It's like It's just like, oh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead, Evil Dead. (laughs) There's a fucking thing in the cellar saying it'll swallow my soul. He says, how can I stop it? Blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Um, but yeah, Shadows of the Damned has a really great soundtrack. That That is the best thing about that game other than the dick jokes. <laughs> that was a game that did dick jokes well. Like if we, nice. we were talking about dick jokes yeah. of the year of 2011. That, game, <laughs> that would be at the top of the list. <laughs> um, but whereas there are other games this year that sort of like had specific like themes, like main themes that were really like good. Like Skyrim's main theme, right? Almost falls into that category, but it, the rest of the music was really good. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like nothing from Uncharted sticks out in my head except for the Uncharted theme. I
2: mean, Uncharted has yeah. the
1: the equivalent of the
2: da 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 Indiana Jonesy. It has that. It's, it has its theme now. Um, exactly. When you hear it, when you hear it, you know it's Uncharted at this point. Uh, but you're right. The rest of it might as well just be random do with. <laughs> <laughs> strings
4: Exactly It's just
0: it's just random tones To set moods yeah. but uh, Or they, really fast version. Uncharted versions. 3 Like the loading, mo- the loading music The Uncharted theme That plays Like I think it's the exact same As Uncharted 2 Like it hasn't been I, up- I know I'm telling all. you they, <laughs> just, they just recycled yeah, The I'm Indiana Jones it, themes Because it's
1: just like Okay so this is basically just the same music
2: Yeah I think fun. it's yeah.
0: literally The same recording And other times When you get in
2: a fight It just goes Just play it really fast sound
1: Of a thousand middle fingers Pointing in your direction I mean it's really Really good it's just like yeah. Bulletstorm is another example of that where the main theme is really really good and mm. really evocative and the rest of the music in the game is good but nothing stands out the way that that does Um, crisis Two is another example of that, even mm. more.
2: Oh yeah, well the opening
1: theme of Crisis when they're doing all close ups on the suit, yeah, that is, yeah, is is Hans Zimmer's.
4: Yeah, it's,
2: it's it's not what I'd expect from a Crisis game either. No. It's like it's like kind of evil sounding and and
1: like. Well, and it, it's very evocative of like oh fuck New York is in deep deep shit and like it's like it starts with that almost emergency horn siren noise. Well,
2: it's, and it just makes it it makes the suit seem so much more badass yeah. than it ever did in the <laughs> first game.
3: Yeah, um, well, they focus so much more on the suit in that game in general. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's—I mean, there's a lot of really great music in it. I liked it a lot, but that is definitely the song where it's like this identifies this game mm. in a very clear way. Nice. Um, whereas you have something like Bastion, mm-hmm. which is totally different.
3: And I still haven't played Bastion, but over, really? yeah. But overwhelmingly, that was uh, when people were tweeting at me, and I saw that was a bunch of listeners' them in the, choice award by far, definitely was yeah. Bastion. Yeah, like Bastion, 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 all over the place. And so, like, I was just looking at the music, and it seems like the 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 one theme um, that stands out is like, "Mother, I'm here." See Zolf's theme, whatever that means.
1: Is that the, the acoustic thing uh, that yeah. everybody is obsessed with?
3: Yeah, it's like a vocal track.
5: Yeah, there, there's vocal tracks throughout the whole album. Oh. And the whole album is pretty much kind of like a folky, bluesy, like very intimate, you know, like someone's bedroom recording. Which it probably
2: was because I'm pretty sure
5: one of their friends did the whole yeah. soundtrack for that. I mean, the
1: voice in that song sounds like the dude who did the narration almost.
5: There's there's multiple singers too. There's like there's a girl that sings one song.
0: Mm. um... And this album's available for purchase, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah.
5: The
1: the thing about this year is that I think every game we've talked about has a soundtrack you can Right.
0: I uh, so, I don't think uh,
2: Skyward Sword is available yet. Well, nowadays digital downloads are so prolific that Does people are like to sell
0: digital downloads.
1: Skyward Sword come with the soundtrack?
0: No, it comes with and uh, no, it comes with an orchestral CD from a concert that they played that has <laughs> different Zelda themes, themes, orchestral versions of different Zelda themes throughout the ages. On that, the uh, Wind Waker medley is amazing totally amazing wow
3: cool yeah i haven't listened to that yet yeah you should
0: put
1: it in it's good
0: nice <laughs> oh man. that's what the i usually this say
1: proper skyward sword soundtrack is going to be a real pain in my balls when i'm putting this together <laughs> yep.
0: just use those youtube links i gave you
3: but yeah uh, when hey. you when you go to when you go to look up the bastion music on youtube there's just a list of like every single track because i I'll guess by the they yeah, all I stand out i think I'm, i i have to go back to bastion i yeah.
0: stopped somewhere near the beginning of that game and i came and I, I just need to go back and choice. I want to get this out. I think Bastion
1: also. is going to be my limbo this year. Last year, I played through, I didn't play through Limbo until the end of the year. Yeah, I waited a, long, a while on it too. I slept on mm-hmm. it for
4: a long time.
5: Though, like, what I feel about Bastion is, like, uh, you know, I do enjoy folk music, but, like, you know, I even said this on Twitter after I listened to the album. Like, I feel like my folk cheesy meter is pretty sensitive and <laughs> it, it didn't tip the meter. You mm-hmm. know, it's good, like, stamp of approval folk music. Does awesome. it
1: like trip over into bluegrass or something?
5: Uh, no, no. I, 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 you know, I just a lot of folk can get into that cheesy Anthony kumbaya, kumbaya that. territory. You yeah. know? It can very
2: quickly cross over into Enya world music. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like new age
5: kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh man. Or new wave? No, new, no age. new age. You were right the no. first time. If it As was new wave, that would be cool.
1: Music digression. You sing "Girl with a Dragon Tattoo." <laughs> Enya Once. will
3: never be the same. You will
6: me never again. be the
1: same again <laughs> after "Girl with the Dragon Tattoo." Yeah. yeah. Did they do it well? they're Oh God. It, I, mean, it's, I don't, it's You can't the Sail explain away it without, song Yeah, it's, like yeah. I don't know if that's the name of it, but you'll never that is hear what, it. what it's called. That's what it's called. You it's forever. called Orinoco Flow.
0: That's in all you have to say. You'll never
1: yeah. hear "Sail Away" and not think of that movie. <laughs> the, if they
0: if you are if if you're, if you're if you see that in a theater and the theater doesn't audibly erupt into laughter the moment that that song yep. comes on, then you're seeing it with the wrong crowd. <laughs> yeah, and, no kidding. <laughs> I had a very
1: participatory crowd when I saw that game. Yeah, um, I've
0: seen I it totally twice. Forgot about that. I've seen it twice now,
1: and
3: both times in that scene, like you hear. People you have laughing. to laugh. Like, you, you have like, to.
0: There's a laugh when the nine inch nail shirt comes up. There's yeah. a laugh when Orinoco Flow comes on. There's a yeah. few really like. Um, solid ones. This kind of
5: segues anyway. into something I was thinking would um that I kind of wanted to do a good blog post on. But you know we have like you know Trent Reznor doing soundtracks for you know really good movies, mm-hmm. um you know a lot more musicians doing soundtrack for movies. What are some famous musicians slash bands that we would really love to see crossover into the music? For video games, well, fuck Chemical soundtrack.
3: Brothers did such a good job with Hannah, yeah, the
5: soundtrack, yeah. They could really right do a good video game. I mean, game Amon soundtrack.
1: Tobin's work with Splinter Cell oh, Chaos, and Splinter theory Chaos
3: considered considered. I still listen to that Seminole. album. That's yeah, that yeah. that that album is always on my my iPhone or whatever music device I'm listening to. There's certain artists like uh, I like the electronic group Plaid, and they oh,
0: yeah. and I always thought when they were just doing albums that they'd be doing that they would be great for soundtracks, and now they've done two
1: soundtracks. I so. I I don't necessarily know that I want to hear more musicians like like contemporary mainstream musicians do game soundtracks so much as i would just like to see the use of of licensed music in a more thoughtful way like Brutal Legend is an example of the game that uses licensed music in the most clever, thoughtful, nuanced way I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Like Saints Row, yeah, it'll play a song from start to finish, mm-hmm. like, and it's really well suited. Mm-hmm. Whereas Brutal Legend, it's like there are levels that are just sort of constructed around these songs, right? Which and is the point songs of the game. Yeah. Are like broken apart and like mm-hmm. specific parts play at specific times, and they're they're sort of rebuilt in such a way that they work to the game's structure. Hmm. Um, And not a lot of games do that, or no other game I've ever heard has done that. Um, And that's one of the only things that made playing Brutal Legend (laughs) tolerable,
4: that they put the music in it.
5: When I played Final Fantasy X was the same moment in time when I discovered Sega Ross. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, wow, this band, more than any other band I've heard, sounds like cultural music from another culture that doesn't exist on this world mm-hmm. and you know and I'm, i you know nice so i'm side. sitting there thinking of just like you know imagine if you know final fantasy 10 got Sigur ross just to do the music for like mm-hmm. like there was the tree people or whatever mm-hmm. or like a section you know mm-hmm. the like,
0: um the, the lead singer Jonesy just re- did a
2: soundtrack w-
5: yeah for we bought a zoo yep. and it's good
2: mm-hmm. i have it uh a band i can think of that would be really cool because they have such great instrumentation all right so help me out with the name they were popular a few years ago and they were like, they're
1: like a band of like twenty people, and they have flutes. The polyphonic spree.
2: Polyphonic spree. Yeah.
4: There we go. <laughs> One of the, I mean,
1: Saint Vincent is
4: like. I, the, I was just gonna say Saint
0: Saint Vincent that, would yeah. be. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Saint Vincent re- recently, and I was thinking that what I that really would like be is a, a
1: weird fucking game. I want like <laughs>
0: auteurs to do sound like I like the Jim Guthrie soundtrack because it sounds like something that took a long time to create. So maybe that's not the the best example um, because you know I guess what I want is like. Someone, a small team that can sit together and make something really great. So, like, if there was one musician that was working hand-in-hand with the creators of the games to really come up with something that really fit the game, I think it could be really awesome. And I think a female vocalist would do that in a really awesome way that we haven't seen yet in games. Um, So, something like a St. Vincent... Score for a game Would be
1: awesome I think after Tron Legacy And the Tron Legacy Remixed soundtrack It would be really awesome To see Daft Punk Do a game soundtrack
5: Fucking mm-hmm. They do They, it, they it, really
1: it, nailed Everything about yep. What made Tron special In that yep. soundtrack I'd like to yep. see a uh, Like an
0: Autekker Or an Aphex Twin or, uh, Do Do you know, more than out. just a track.
3: Do and wipe a wipeout soundtrack. Right, right, right. Like right, actually right. sit
1: down and do a wipeout soundtrack. I like yeah. the the Skrillex track that was in the Seneca trailer. There. That's yeah. a good trailer.
3: That, that was the that was the thing that made that trailer was yeah. that sound yeah. and the editing to that. To that song, and I don't. I
1: mean, I don't know what the deal is. With, I don't remember the music in the the part we played. At all. Skrillex is all over the place. There was even an Uncharted trailer that used Skrillex
2: music. Of course, like, oh, dude,
0: it was the multiplayer the trailer. Yeah. yeah,
3: it was so funny because right after right after that trailer came out, then like they put out an Assassin's Creed Revelation yeah, dubstep trailer, yeah. which was fucking terrible. My good it's buddy like in the UK, he's like,
5: like, I hope in 2012 the dubstep trailer trend ends. <laughs> it's not going to. Well, right. I don't think so
1: for at least another
5: year. Yeah. Right, well,
3: and it's because like that that trailer was so good that it basically brought that game into popular right. consciousness. Yeah. Wasn't
1: the dubstep Assassin's Creed trailer like way before the Skrillex no, it, trailer? No, it was after it. And it was awful. Um, I feel like man, I still worked at IGN when the Assassin's Creed dubstep trailer came Really? Out. Yeah. Huh. One, it was like July.
5: One pretentious pairing I would love to see, a pretentious artist and a pretentious game maker, I'd love to see James Blake and Jonathan Blow collaborate. I knew yeah.
1: Jonathan Blow was coming into this.
5: <laughs> <laughs> James Blake to me is, uh, he's not, he's not a pretentious guy, but like James Blake is kind of like the musical equivalent of like what Jonathan Blow does. I just, like James Blake. Yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> he's not saying it like it's the worst thing in the world. He's just saying that he's
5: I mean, I've played uh, early
2: build of Jonathan blows game and that game is going to need like pretty special music, music. to mm-hmm. set the tone of yeah. what he's trying to get across. Yeah. So.
1: Um, did you how did you feel about Space Marines music?
2: Appropriately Warhammery.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a lot of wag.
2: Yeah, I mean it was a bunch of it's not very memorable, but it's a bunch of really Heavy like hits on a what's the big kettle drum? N- 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 well, there's like a timpani. A timpani. What's a timpani? A timpani is so the boom, boom, as, yeah, boom, is the giant boom. bass drum. Basically, oh, the people okay. do the big rolls on and That's stuff. That's what I was thinking. You know, of. a bunch of timpani rolls and right. the appropriate amount of horns and strings, and it's it's like you said, it's very martial. It's, and it should be, which is what space marines are all about. Yeah,
1: so. um, I mean there are a couple iPhone games I know that that Ryan wanted to hit on, which is the the main Rad one balls. is is Rad Balls.
4: Legend your head down now What's up, girl? Yeah,
0: So it's a game where the the sound and the picture totally cr- make the experience. I mean, and that's the, balls, the key Rad component balls, in right, Rad but. Balls. Yeah. In Rad Balls, like the sound and the picture are just very important. Uh, it captures this thing that I think is popular in culture right now, which is this sort of neo-80s vibe, mm-hmm. um, like the movie Drive or like the M- M83 um, or, album, Hurry or Up, We're Dreaming finished, from this uh, year.
3: I just finished reading Great Ready album. Player One, Ready which is Player One. all eighties.
0: But uh, what I'm saying is, like, it's an, if you go back and actually watch things or listen to things from the eighties, there's like this gross 80s-ness to it that is just not cool. <laughs> right. Whereas this modern stuff, like Drive and like this the soundtrack and look, they at take the games, good stuff. It's the good stuff with like a with a modern. Um, and a modern aesthetic that yes. makes it clean and good and without all the crappy stuff that came along with it from the actual 80s. So, <laughs> Radballs' Rad soundtrack is by this guy called Neil Voss, who is, uh, I guess, famous for doing the Tetrasphere soundtrack. Which I was not huh. aware of, but it, apparently the Tetrasphere soundtrack is super rad. Really, balls. balls.
5: <laughs> uh, I remember <laughs> playing the game. I, I don't remember the, the soundtrack. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, the, but Radballs looks like uh, Trapper Keeper and sounds like Drive. Uh, the soundtrack is is <laughs> I love It's totally totally awesome. Um, it's not available for purchase now, but I think Neil
1: is trying to get a kick. Wait, we're talking. We're talking about this game. It's not out yet. No, no game's the game's out. out. I can't not the game's out. Oh, I think you cannot soundtrack.
0: buy the it's soundtrack, soundtrack but Neil I, Voss is trying to put a Kickstarter it. together to uh, get the soundtrack released like properly on disc. Um, but it's. Uh, it's got a few okay go remixes that he did and um yeah. a, a, like one or two other tracks by other artists but he he did the bulk of the work on it and it's outstandingly good it is thumping and you will feel like nodding your head like a madman while you're moving little spheres around on the screen that look like <laughs> a, you know a trapper keeper <laughs> it's incredibly good um the other game i was thinking of is not an ios game it's where's
1: my heart where's there. my
0: heart which was just released on ps3 and psp as a P- playstation mini but it's been available on pc for a while um and the soundtrack is by a gentleman named alejandro Alejandro coronas um, like you wrestling announcer and uh <laughs> it's it's very alejandro. it's very eight bitty it's got that you know those square waves it's it's very cute but if you purchase the full soundtrack which you uh can do through his Bandcamp site uh it has a acoustic version of the main theme of the song that is just totally beautiful and worth listening to.
1: Um, and I guess the last game that I wanted to bring up, cause I played it last night and I was just struck by how fucking awesome the music was. is Jamestown. Hmm. is a shmup set in 1609 colonies america (laughs) makes perfect sense being like caught in between like the british and a spanish martian invading force and they're like all these floating islands and shit (laughs) uh but the music is it's like sort of between 16 and 32-bit orchestral midi Mm. but it's very epic and intense and cool um And it just really suits the kind of game that it is. Uh, So as you're using, say, John Smith, uh, like a Pocahontas. That was part
2: of the most recent Humble Bundle as well,
1: right? Yes. And I believe the most recent Humble Bundle, if you did more than the average price, like you got soundtracks for everything. Yeah, right. Which is a pretty good deal. So yeah, man, that Jamestown soundtrack is incredible. And then there's like a cool chiptune like version of one of the sound one of the songs in it that sounds like a lost mega man 2 track as anthony put it that's great um i mean other stuff that we didn't talk about that i guess was good this year was like batman arkham city had a a good batman-y soundtrack but nothing in it like just really blew me away but i'm also not really digging that game very much
3: but i i uh i want to go back to ios games real quick and just give a shout out to monsters ate my condo right yeah uh, because yeah that that game has just good music in general that like really feels appropriate but when you boot up the game and that theme song starts just by the music alone and i mean it helps that they're like flashing epileptic seizure inducing rainbows all over the place but the music alone also gives you a hint of just what kind of game you're in for before you even see what the gameplay is about it's just you know this crazy high tempo poppy all in japanese song that's yeah so good and if if you're
0: uh if you like the Jim Guthrie soundtrack for Sword and Sorcery this year, keep your ears peeled <laughs> next year when Fez comes out because uh, a yeah. oh, yeah. Disaster That's- Piece done the soundtrack for it
5: i've already heard it, <laughs> it is just hearing some of the tracks that, that have come out already good. i can tell it's going to be amazing crazy
0: one. good so that's going to be the one at the beginning of next year where mm-hmm. you know you're just going to be totally floored by the soundtrack
5: chuff Cause... what was that one game you were looking at that, that had good music in the cutscene?
2: scene yeah. uh it's uh oh, tight by published by konami made by mark mark matt hamill so matt mark so Matt Hamill yeah it's really that's a really cool game that game is sold by the aesthetic like the gameplay is pretty fun and it is, it's good but the music and art in that game is amazing and it's just like
0: delightfully childish <laughs> what, what, what about the uh, box song from Johann Sebastian Joust oh. yeah, that plays that really? speeds up and slows down while you're playing that's a good that's, that's a good cool. track too that more people will become familiar with next year I haven't, awesome I haven't. I haven't had a chance to play that game
3: yet. You just keep telling me how
0: oh, awesome it God. is. Oh God! Ryan has bruises from it. that game.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, Rayman's music is. Well. Oh,
0: I meant to say Rayman. Yeah, that's another one ah. where, the, where the full soundtrack is is what's really interesting. Picking out a picking out a particular track is not. Super easy. You pick the whole instruments
1: thing, in it that you like. Like I'm partial to the ukulele. <laughs> but it,
0: like there are there are stages where you know there's like uh, toucans whose head you jump on and like they make a sound at the appropriate moment when you jump on them. I mean it's it's again really dynamic. It it's an incredibly in game. musical game. Yeah, it's 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 got really really nice music. All
4: right. Um, Any think, last
3: minute thoughts? Any uh, any from the peanut gallery, meaning the listeners out there? Uh, the listeners mostly, we covered them.
4: Saints Row, Bastion.
3: Ro, Bastion. Mm-hmm.
2: Saints Row is a lot. but. Um.
1: And I mean, the Halo, like the remixes of the Halo soundtrack were all obviously quite good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's all music that we're all super familiar with at this point. Right. Um, not to say it's bad. Just, right. Just saying. Remix, <laughs>
3: remix of good music, or the remake
1: of a good music is good. Yes. Remake of good is good, <laughs> uh, and with that, I think we're calling it a year, yeah, we're calling right. it a year that was a it year. was thanks. a year it was God damn it was a
3: year <laughs> it was a year um, thanks twenty eleven for being I a year
1: you. I quit two jobs
0: in two thousand eleven well done, I almost died, but didn't it was awesome.
2: well, you left I mean i quitting always makes everyone think okay. that that one day you walked in you were like. This place, fuck it. And you walk out. That's what I think of when someone it's says I that quit. It's never abrupt. Yeah. I know, but I want someone. To, I I've never known anybody who like really quit. Like walked in. You know
1: what? I'm fucking out. No, it's because everybody you did know someone that did that this year. Did I? On my last day. Oh yeah. That, that's, that's because right. every that's because everybody <laughs> wants
3: unemployment, <laughs> so nobody wants to do yeah. that. Yeah. Which is why being which is well no one wants have, to burn bridges either. Yeah, exactly. But well, I always that's I the always big reason why at will employment is a, is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Because they can fire you for any reason, but you're not gonna quit for any reason. You're not Correct. gonna like not give, you your, give two your two weeks and all, Right. Mean. So thanks for joining us.
2: We'll see you all uh next year. Play games. Play Live games life. and write
1: to us. Letters that eat, sleep, game Drive safe, don't drink and drive, etc. Cetera, etc cetera. No, do drink and drive. It's awesome. I've done it.
2: Triple A will let you, uh, you can call Triple A this year, and even if you're not a member, they will come get you. Seriously? But yes. it's But
5: they only take you like five miles. Awesome. So if you're in Houston, <laughs> you'd be like, oh well, shit. Well, so you called them twice. The this yeah, call yeah. a second <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> but I'm saying for people who are like in San Francisco <laughs> in the Bay Area or cities, you have no excuse. I mean, five
1: miles <laughs> is basically from one end of San Francisco. Like, exactly. Yeah, it's a very small
5: city. So. Driving, don't drink. If you're drinking, don't drive. I yeah, you don't Do it shoot guns